Grace and mercy and peace belong to you. From God our Father, and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Word of God before us this morning is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 5. July 4th weekend. What are some of the sounds you may be hearing this weekend? Children gave some good suggestions already about the sounds of a parade, sounds of giggling children playing outside, sounds of sizzle. Brats on the grill, the, the dull but, but happy thud of, of plastic forks and plastic spoons knocking up against plastic plates, the comforting whoosh of an air conditioner or a fan. The sounds of a Sousa march coming from a, a band shell or, or, or maybe from your TV if you're watching a Capital Fourth on PBS. The soft flutter of a flag. The happy clink of, of lawn chairs opening and closing. The aluminum cluck of opening beverages. The wind through the trees. And finally, the, the crack and the wail and the, and the boom of fireworks. Indeed, God has wired you and me in such a way that often just mere sounds can, can illustrate and, and, and frame much of what is going on in our lives. Well, this morning as we consider the Word of God before us in, in Mark chapter 5, let's listen to some of the sounds that, that illustrate and, and frame this particular episode that's still fairly early on in Jesus' ministry. First of all, let, let's get the setting. A few days earlier, Jesus and his disciples got into a small fishing boat on the west side of a, of a freshwater lake called the Sea of Galilee, and they sailed over to the eastern side, but in the middle of that trip, in the middle of the, that lake, they ran into a violent, terrible storm, but Jesus stilled the storm. Then when they got over to the eastern side of the lake, they, they encountered a man possessed by demons. Jesus drove them out. But now they have returned to the western side of the Sea of Galilee, and they are now in a town called Capernaum, a, a fishing town in the northwestern corner of the Sea of Galilee. And so with this setting, 
let's, let's listen in on, on some of the sounds. We hear the, the general sounds of a crowd, a crowd of people gathered around Jesus. Some of the sounds are of, of people who are trying to get Jesus' attention. Some of the sounds are of people just talking with each other. Some of the sounds are of people who are, who are jostling for a better position, for a better spot. But then, with all of that as kind of a, a general background noise, there is the cry of one individual cutting through everything else. It's a cry of fear. It's a cry of desperation. And it's in a man's voice. This voice belongs to a man by the name of Jairus. Jairus is a leader in the local place of worship in Capernaum, a local synagogue. Jairus has a, a 12-year-old daughter. From Luke, we learn that this daughter of his is his only child. He has a 12-year-old daughter, and she's dying. Please, he says to Jesus, please come and put your hands on her so she will be healed and live. Jesus goes with him. The sounds of the crowd, however, the sounds of the crowd continue because the sounds of the, uh, this crowd, they continue to, to lumber along with Jesus and, and Jairus as they walk. And the going is slow. Along the way, Jesus pauses to help someone else in need. And once that is done, Jesus and Jairus and, and this crowd continue their slow pace. And then comes another voice. A voice Jairus does not want to hear. This voice comes from people arriving from his house. This voice is bringing news that Jairus dreads. Your daughter is dead, the voice says. Why bother the teacher anymore? This voice is a voice of defeat. It's a voice of finality. It's a voice of Hopelessness, voice of giving up. But then the voice of Jesus. The voice of Jesus is there to seize the moment and bring it back. Don't be afraid, he tells to Iris. Don't be afraid, just believe. The voice of Jesus now dismisses the crowd, all except for his three closest disciples, Peter, James, and John. And now, 
as they approach Jairus' house, a new sound. A sound of, of, of crying and, and, and loud wailing. You see, in first, in, in first century Galilee, there's a lot the same in first century Galilee as in the 21st century, there are certain cultural expectations. You and I have a lot of cultural expectations, too. We don't usually think about it, but they're there. One of the cultural expectations in first century Galilee is that if a member of your family dies, the expectation is that there will be certain expressions of grief, of that loss, coming from your house. People at this time are willing to provide this for a fee. And so there they are, mourning the death of Jairus' daughter with great volume. But again comes the voice of Jesus. He walks into the house and all this is going on. Why all this commotion and wailing, he says. The child is not dead, but asleep. From the perspective of the living and enduring Son of God, the Lord of life and death, Jesus is absolutely right. The child is not dead, but asleep. But when the mourners hear that, just like that, the voices of the mourners turn from crying and wailing to laughter. The laughter of, of scorn, the laughter of derisiveness, the laughter of contempt. This sound, however, does not last long in this house. At Jesus' command, the house empties. And now the house is quiet. In this abrupt silence, Jesus takes Jairus, Jairus' wife, Peter, James, John. They go in to where the corpse of the girl lies. There she is. There she is. She could not be more quiet. There is no sound, no breath, no movement, no life. Jesus takes one of her cool hands and he holds it. And in the silence of that death room, Two words in Aramaic Jesus speaks as he holds her hand. Talitha, whom immediately you can hear movement, you can hear breathing 
You can hear her get up. You can hear her begin to walk around. And you can hear the eruption of astonishment and joy gushing out of Jairus and his wife. Brothers and sisters, what are some of the sounds of our 21st century world? You've heard them, and you know them well, and very often they are dominant. Sounds of fear, sounds of cynicism, sounds of disappointment, sounds of indulgence, sounds of empty pleasure, sounds of, of apathy, sounds of loneliness, sounds of regret, sounds of, of, of indefinable guilt, sounds of, of wasted moments and, 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 and wasted lives, sounds of chaos, sounds of grief and loss, sounds of despair, this, this ugly cacophony of, of all these sounds and others like them, that this cacophony is a result of sin, your sin and mine. We made this, you and I. And if left to ourselves, left to ourselves, this cacophony of all these ugly voices would have the last word in your life and mine. It would have the last whimper, the last groan. But enter the voice of our Savior. Enter the voice of the Son of God in the person of Jesus Christ. Through his perfect life in our place, through his suffering and death on the cross for our every sin, now his voice not only declares us forgiven through faith in him, his voice of forgiveness now empowers you and me to be the voice of his good news in this fallen, broken, grieving, wailing world. It empowers you and me to pierce the sadness with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Enjoy the sounds of this July 4th weekend. Enjoy them all to the glory of God. And also hear the sound of the voice of our Savior 
through his living word. The voice that conquers sin and death. The generous voice of forgiveness that empowers you and me to be the voice of love and the voice of truth and the voice of the good news of Jesus. Amen. May the peace of God that surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Jesus. Amen.